0: Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and joined once again by Jackie and Matt, and we finally got a chance to watch The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Major spoilers for that, major spoilers for Captain America, The Winter Soldier, the film, major spoilers for just sort of the MCU, WandaVision, etc. So be caught up before you listen to this discussion. We also watched Operation Varsity Blues, which is about the college admissions scandal where parents were bribing their way on behalf of their kids, without their kids' knowledge, we assume, uh, into lots of prestigious colleges. That is currently available on Netflix. I would say spoiler alert for that, but it's also a news item, and so I don't know if Plot-wise, there's anything that was not already covered in the actual breaking of the new story. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion, as there are a couple follow-up points. And without further ado, here's... We're watching what? All right, I, I almost texted the two of you about this, but I was like, no, I'll, I'll let them know when I can see their reactions. I had to have the talk this weekend with my parents, mostly my mother. The Wonder Woman is not a member of the Marvel Universe talk. Uh-huh. And that... And then I had to explain who Wanda is and why we haven't seen her before until now, and why she's so powerful. And it was a very uncomfortable talk for me. Aw, poor
1: mama.
0: Poor. Have either of you had to have that talk yet?
2: A little bit. Like I think I I think I told you on a previous one where like you know my dog's name is Harley Quinn, and my mom every time she tells her neighbor or friend or she's like yeah she's named after a Marvel character. Yeah. Every time, like she thinks she just she just thinks it's all the same, and you know we watch Wonder Woman christmas you know day we were watching 1984 and yeah she didn't say anything about it she hated it but she didn't say anything about affiliation with <laughs> avengers but she says she just thinks it's all the same yeah so it's one of those things like okay you know but <laughs> i don't know how to help yeah. you because even if I explained it, it wouldn't really
1: yeah, matter. I, don't... <laughs> I mean, I think, my, I think my parents get it, but then, I don't know. I don't think they've watched Wanda, though. Not that I know
0: of. So I was surprised. I was like, oh, have you started watching WandaVision? And they were like, yeah, because I think what happened was, my parents started, finished, maybe finished watching WandaVision. They didn't start until later. They watched the one episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we'll talk about in a second. And then they also started watching the Snyder cut of the Justice League, which is that, they have watched it before I have at this point. So I'm assuming there was a lot of conflating of spandexed people
2: <laughs> yeah that yeah that's like a really confusing time
1: I, yes. do feel, I do feel like I feel like as a casual fan it would be confusing yeah and then I was like do you know
0: who her brother was you know I was trying to ask him to sort of verify a lot of our hypotheses she had no idea and then when I explained it to her and my mother is uh, an intellectual property specialist right and so I was like well let me tell you about X-Men and Marvel and then she was just like that's nice like, come on Aww, I, thought that was I thought something, something to relate that. over i know no nothing could not care less just could not care less i was
2: like what an appropriate like type of person You're the one moment of bond yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah like
2: like you'll find this interesting she's like yeah oh, she did
0: not she did not find it interesting don't care but anyway that is my long-winded intro of getting us into the falcon and the winter soldier what did you two think did it live up to expectations are you excited how are we feeling
2: i mean i think of the three of us i probably was the most excited for it from our talks before, I, I loved it. It lived up for me. Okay. I do wish that John Walker was kept secret because I think that would have been a fun, the way it ended. I thought would have been mm-hmm. kind of fun about like, a, oh, damn, <laughs> you know, yeah. but knowing that it was nice to see the character have Falcon and his, and, uh, his sister have the oh, damn moment. But I would have liked to have had that myself.
1: You know, right. but, but I do yeah. think as a
2: whole, I thought it was... I, there's a lot of things I loved about it, which I'll go into, but I'm dying to hear what you thought.
1: Jackie? I liked it. I didn't love the first action sequence. I thought that was really boring. I know they spent a lot of money on it. It's just that action stuff's not really my thing. So I didn't find the beginning very interesting. I didn't even think his friend was very interesting that he made, like, in wherever they were. But once we got into, like, the character stuff and him and his sister falcon and his sister and then you know we went into other stuff i, I liked it a lot better
0: very fair, fair. yeah so i watched it after watching captain america the winter soldier the film and i think all of my critiques about captain america winter soldier the film are still apply to falcon and the winter soldier in terms of like i said i really don't like the way that they handle falcon flying in terms of cg and just choreography and action and the the fact that the first 10 or so minutes it was 10 it was a 10 minute opening action sequence i timed it because i kept being like is it we're still going we're still going it had me a little worried about where it was going. But I think once we started to get into some of the other stuff, I'm more on board with the Winter Soldier storyline than Falcons until they got to the sort of reveal of, what is his name? Jack, Jack Walker. John, John, Walker? Walker, yeah. Jack, John Walker? I can't be like Johnny Walker. Like, I feel like he's a whiskey name uh, or Jack but Daniels. I, I, no. I guess
2: I should clarify. I'm assuming it's John Walker. Yeah, th- it's, we're assuming. It's a U- a U.S. Yes. agent, you know, this kind of character or this. Uh, yes, this representative
0: fake, 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 cap white, white Captain America replacement who is not yes. the Falcon. <laughs> I have a couple criticisms, but I'd like to know what, uh, in addition to the, the action sequence. But what what did you like about it? We'll be we, we'll be we positive. What were the what were the things that really drew?
2: I agree that the action sequence was long and drawn out. I, I did enjoy it though. I thought it was kind of a cool like, I, well, first of all, this is super nerdum, but the main guy that that was behind all this stuff that he was chasing after, and that action sequence was Batrock, the the leaper who was the guy on the ship at the beginning of Winter Soldier. So mm-hmm. I was really excited to have him back because he's like a he's a weird, obscure kind of villain and I knew I know he's not going to become something you know crazy in these in these whatever, but he's just one of those weird kind of fun villains. even my favorite Daredevil has even come across them. so it was just kind of a fun little nod seeing him back. but I thought the flying around was kind of cool and different. and you know, I, I don't know I was into it, but yeah, it could have been definitely cut shorter. but I agree that I love I'm more into Winter Soldier's story. Currently, I'm loving uh, Bucky in therapy. I think I could have watched an entire episode that was just (laughs) them talking, honestly, in therapy. I thought that was really cool. I I just liked it. And I like that it was a condition of his pardon. So I like that Mm -hmm. we're kind of getting into the, you know, we've seen this character, but we don't really know a lot about him as a person beyond being just kind of like on the side, you know? And and we know he's done these bad things against his will. And that takes a toll on him, I'm sure, and, you know, his conscious. But like, it was interesting to kind of see that kind of stuff I thought was really fun. And the the kid walking tours, I thought that was kind of fun. Uh the the army, you know, the, the... Uh, that's teaming up with, with uh, the Falcon, He's he he kind of takes up in the comics at some point when the Falcon becomes Captain America in one of those lines, he takes up the Falcon mantle, which is kind of cool. Right. So I'm wondering if they're setting that up. That's
0: what I got the sense. I, I was, yeah.
2: But I liked the actor and I'm, I'm actually casting him personally for Ezra Bridger in a Star Wars World, so.
0: You can't, ca- no, we, we got, we, there have to be more actors than this. I know. We can't he, keep double dipping. He, he,
2: I know, but he looks so much like him. So I was like, I could totally see this. But anyway, yeah. Those are just something, but There's
1: more of it. Okay. Yeah, no, I really enjoy, I mean, I love Becky, the character, so I enjoyed basically all of that. I think it was a little neat in the sense that, like, he's already friends with the, the, the parent of the guy he killed or whatever. But I'm into that sort of sad backstory of him working through it. Can I pause you on that? Did we think he was already friends with him or
0: he became friends with him as, like, an atonement try to replace oh, the son in his with life?
1: Him, I thought. I would assume he became for him yeah. to atone. Yeah,
0: I was a
2: little trying to go back to that point because when he goes to his door and sees the picture of the of the son in there, I kind of took it like he didn't realize some, for some reason that that was that guy's son.
1: Yeah, but he's got it's his weird. notebook with all the names in it and stuff. I know. I think, I yeah, think I, was, I, I, I took know. it as think he, he was, was his, intentional. I think he made friends with this guy because he wanted to make sure he was okay.
2: I, I thought that as well, but then the scene was just so weird because he goes and then he looks and he sees the picture on the mantle and has this, look, well, just looks reminds like he has him. this weird kind of, oh my God moment.
1: He's decided he doesn't want to ruin that friendship. by. Yeah, I thought he was going to He runs over and then... there just to be like, I killed him. I'm sorry. Because, you know, the per- Everyone around him is harping so hard. This guy's having trouble because he doesn't know why it happened. Why is not going to make it feel better. But, you know, yeah. Bucky is worried that it would. So he runs over there to tell him and then, you know, chickens out. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I really liked the line that the girl said about there not really being a word for parents who lose children. Mm-hmm. And I like that a friendship he's making is focused around that scenario, especially because he took the kid's life, especially when it pertains to we know Baron Zemo is coming back into this and his entire motive in Age of Ultron was or Civil War was the fact that they killed his family, his children. Yeah. And so I kind of like that we're I'm wondering if that's like a theme that we're kind of pushing here. And I, I'm, I'm into it. It's Interesting.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I liked I liked that. I, I like the the callbacks basically to Winter Soldier, you know, when he's trying to get him a date and, and stuff and, you know, kind of like Black Widow was for Cap, right? Yeah, wing wing personing. <laughs> wing personing. Yeah. I wish that Falcon and Winter Soldier had been on screen together at some point. Because we only have six episodes, so it feels like I just need them to meet and get, you know, get their buddy cop game on soon. But I'm sure we'll get to it soon enough. And yeah, and I, I like I like the details of Falcon and you know, his sort of coming back and not getting anything from his time. Mm-hmm. So not only was he gone for five years, but suddenly he can't get a loan despite being this like famous person, they think. And it just reminds me of sort of being black in America and how you're welcome, you know, and, and the guy even asked him if he was a famous football player. You know, he's like, oh, did you play for, I think it was LSU? Yeah. And it's just, it just reminds me of, you know, you're good enough that we'll we'll pay you and we'll give you some some glory while you're doing nice things for us. But don't expect us to help you later, you know? Yeah we're going
0: to take a quick break and be right back and we are back
1: i have a couple race based questions
0: actually that i would love to get your both of your perspective on the first one has to do with you know obviously there's we're setting up some sort of conflict about this you know this fake captain america or this like replacement captain america who is obviously white i'm assuming and hoping that that is going to be the storyline here because it's a very glaring thing did either of you feel and this is something that i noted from Captain America, The Winter Soldier, the film that I felt like Falcon's sister character was a little more of a caricature than we have seen from any other of the other Black characters. Like, I felt like her character was being pushed a little more. And I was like, I don't feel like anybody else talks this way in these films. I don't know if it's just because, you know, she's a new character to us and that's just where she lives. And, you know, there's also sort of a Southern affectation to it. But the fact that he doesn't talk like that at all, and obviously there's code switching and all you know, it's a, it's a complicated topic. But was I just being, was I projecting onto this? Or is that something that either of you noticed when you were watching this? I did not notice that.
2: I didn't really notice it when you say it. I can see it, you know, like I, I can understand. Like when you're saying it, I can think of examples and stuff because I can think of very specific things that she said and roles, the role she played and stuff. But I, I liked her and I liked that about it. I thought it felt. I, I like that she felt like a very real character to me in ways, I guess. And I, mm-hmm. I almost like that idea. If it did tackle this, it'd be very interesting. But I like the idea of. You know this guy who had he went he was serving in the military and he's now this kind of face of this and that whatever and we talk about code switching and stuff and if he acts and talks a certain way because he knows that's what he has to do as a black man in America and I would which could come into play
0: uh, with the later you know storyline that
2: came into play because that's such a huge thing that's like such a problem you know that
0: like
1: yeah
2: that that even feels necessary
1: yeah totally and I mean. I wouldn't be surprised if it's some of it. I do. I mean, I think we're going there. I think that moment of them watching it on TV, someone else getting the shield. But I think what I think an interesting thing, and and maybe you guys will disagree with me, but I kind of feel like in some ways, Sam Sam didn't want it because he's black, and I know that like and like what it would mean to be a black Captain America for a country that treats black people the way it does, and that there might be some. I don't know i hope we go into that anyway like i hope that they're you know he's not just bi- blindly patriotic to this country who has really uh, treated black people poorly
0: yeah i i definitely got that sense or at least i got the sense that he there was a hesitance to take up the shield and at least part of it was motivated by the race implications of it and i think having don Cheadle, who is our only other aside from you know the folks of wakanda who unfortunately could not necessarily wouldn't wouldn't be as logical of a fit as well for this particular storyline having him show up as our other sort of film Avenger
1: is very pointed. It feels very intentional. So I also think that like, I mean, Black Panther is different, right? Black Panther is African, right? That's where like, that's where like Killmonger obvious. And part of the reason why Killmonger was such a great villain was that he has a different point of view because he's black American. And of course, Mm -hmm. he's going to have a different experience and a different view, right? Um, than someone who grew up in Africa in this society that was never conquered. And well, not only that, everyone looked like you, right? Like everyone in Wakanda
0: looks like each other. And so there's not that issue of that. So I think, I mean, yeah. 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 The premise of the show is setting up huge, huge topics. I really just hope they deliver on them.
2: I do too. I really do too. And it's, and it's sensitive and, and important. So I really hope they do it and they do it well. I agreed about that with the kind of racial implications, but then I also think it was like that and a mix of Steve Rogers just being like so pure. That it's like, how could you ever follow in those footsteps? And like, it's like, like he, he wants to, yeah, he wants to I leave mean, it, it, he wants to leave it there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and kind yeah. of be like, let that legacy live. Mm-hmm. And then I think seeing this new government pushed cap is going to be like, oh hell no, okay, never mind. You know, like, and I and I hope that well, because at least you way. know,
1: in some Bucky and him both have a stronger connection to the mm-hmm. mantle of Captain America. I mean, in the comics, we all know that they've both taken up the mantle. But even in this, like, MCU universe, either of them are more poised, right, to pick it up than this rando off Mm -hmm. the streets. So it is, I actually think, and maybe, you know, you guys can tell me what you guys think, but I I think that how we're going to get them together is actually, I I think Falcon is worried that the the person who was a super soldier in the the video clip he saw might be Winter Soldier. And so I think he's going to go find Bucky and make sure that he's not being brainwashed anymore. Oh, Mm. I could see that. I don't, that's not what my gut sort of reaction to it is, but
0: I could see that being a very valid. I envisioned a situation where potentially Falcon is like, fuck you, US government. Uh, You know, I gave the shield over because I, you know, I thought it needed to be preserved, what it stood for, whatever. You don't deserve this. And I'm going to assume that, you know, the character is going to end up being a bad guy and doing, you know, nefarious things. And so the two of them team up to retrieve Cap's shield, you know, and what it stands for and all that stuff.
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting that you know we also look at this organization who's out there acting pretty super and committing these crimes that they're calling the flag smasher right organization. And what's interesting is that's a, that's actually a, a villain that's usually one person. So it's interesting we're right. making it kind of an organization here. Although I did I did pick up on a name association. So like it was like her credit is her name is Carly. Instead of Carl, who is like the guy yeah, think, who is Flag Smasher, so that's cool.
1: I, I think that they changed the gender. Yeah, I think so like, too. I
2: think that's I love that, I think that's amazing. But then also, that I think the organization's kind of like his Flag Smasher, I think it's called Old Ultimatum or something, like he, he has that organization. But I almost feel like with whatever we're going to kind of get to the motives behind what this organization is doing, I think it's going to. We're going to see a showdown of some sort that's going to tie to U.S. Agent where either he was made from the same cloth that these people are from as far as the super serum goes or something like that.
0: Right. And U.S. Agent, just for reference, is the is fake the Captain, new, America yeah, the
2: new Captain, Captain America. Yeah. So new Captain America. Right. Like, I, I feel like we're either going to see some sort of like, oh, OK, he's cut from that same cloth. And there's a history here of the government not, not using super soldiers the way that we, we should, or should we even have them really, you know? But then on top of that, it's either going to be that or we're going to see, like, U.S. agent going head-to-head with them and not able to handle it or something. And I could kind of see the Falcon enlisting the Winter Soldier to be like, we need to take this down because these are super soldiers. And this is a little above my pay grade, <laughs> you know?
1: I mean, theory theory, the... the, the... We've seen a couple of different heroes that have taken the super serum, but Steve was the only one who got a good version of it, right? And supposedly they were never really able to remake it. So it would be interesting to see if they had sort of unlocked that. Yeah, I do want to talk about Flag Smasher. I was—were you getting very heavy
0: like QAnon vibes out of this?
1: A little bit. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. And I was like, is this pro or
1: anti QAnon? <laughs> well, I think—I mean, what I think is interesting about their choice of villain is that it mirrors society pretty well. And also we get to sort of dig into what happens when half the population is gone for five years and then shows up again. Right. right? Yeah. Because there are definitely going to be people who are like, oh, it was better. Yeah. You know, yeah. you shouldn't get our resources. Right. Yeah.
2: And that's these people, right? They're like And these
1: and that's these this, people. Yeah. And I think that was a kind of an interesting sort of take on it because you kind of assume everyone's like, oh yeah, this is great. All the dead people are back. But of course there's going to be a subset who was like, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I I love that it's an organization and I'm hoping that they keep it too. You know, you can still have people at the head of it, but, Fighting against an idea is, I mean, theres they're fighting against multiple ideas in this, right? We're fighting against the idea of, hey, you know, these people didn't deserve to come back. Life was better beforehand. We're fighting against the idea of racism, potentially. <laughs> and we're fighting against the idea of like debts and forgiveness and, you know, Winter Soldier feels he owes a debt to all these people. He does owe a debt to these people. Do people owe debts to the Avengers for their service? Again, premise-wise, really lofty ideas. Very excited, but I'm very concerned about being able to do this in the number of episodes allocated to. This. i mean yeah. i don't
1: think we're getting answers to everything but i do hope that we at least i'm glad they're at least touching on the subjects and not pretending they're not there right i
2: think it's going to light a lot of different fires that we might see carry on into other other shows and, and films you know kind of moving forward right like setting I- that kind of tone and i like that but think about what we were able to accomplish just in one film civil war could that have been better as a series probably but yeah. when you think about how that was all about like accountability and all this kind of thing. I and mean, I felt, and it felt very effective. to me. Like it felt, it hit home and it was kind of like, okay, we really tackled that subject and it's, and it's lingered. Like it didn't just end with that. And I, I think that this could do something similar with these other topics and kind of just yeah push it all forward. And it's a big shoot to, uh, to walk in, <laughs> you know, I guess, I don't I can think of it now, you know,
1: but I yeah. think it, I
2: think it's a cool, it's a cool thing if they do it really well. And it's a, it's a mess if they don't.
1: i hope they do i mean so far marvel is one of the few fandoms that's not completely toxic so we'll
0: see (laughs) i mean not not completely yeah sure oh yeah sure yeah Yeah.
1: i mean you know so the other question i had
0: and this might be a stretch but this is just sort of also an acknowledgement of you know what we are living through right now and what you know i am living through right now in i watched this before the shootings in atlanta you know for time context for, you know, if anyone listens to the podcast much later, you know, we are experiencing this huge wave of anti-Asian and Asian American hate crimes, you know, happening all over the country. Several people lost their lives in Atlanta. I watched this before, but then I was thinking about it in the context of afterwards. Did that cross either of your minds at all? Or was it just sort of something that I was maybe paying more attention to because it was, you know, more on my mind?
2: No, I thought about it for sure. I mean, I think- You know, with what, what happened, not that we have to go too deep into it, but what happened is, is is domestic terrorism here in America. And even if no one wants to label it that up high, that's what it is.
0: Yeah, it's 100%. Yeah,
2: And I think when you look at what, you know, we're watching this first episode of a show and you right off the bat, this organization, you already brought up QAnon, all this kind of different stuff. Everything that's going on with Asian American hate right now. I mean, not to say that the racism and stuff hasn't existed forever, but the things that are going on right now, that are being more pointed are because of past presidency, QAnon, things like that, like where these these groups of just these hate groups and these these people that exist in our country right now. And it felt very prevalent and very timely. It was interesting, for sure. I don't know, I felt parallel, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think think good storytelling does that. And I think that they are absolutely sort of capitalizing on the divide in America right now um, with this sort of storytelling. So, yeah. And I'm not saying, like, it was something that... Had you know,
0: how dare you not notice this? it was it was interesting for me because at like, first I was just sort of excited because not about the shooting stuff, but having watched it without the context. and obviously, these crimes have been going on for a long time, and there's a long history of systemic racism against Asians in u s. history. But I was mostly excited because I started watching the episode and I was like, oh boy, Asian people on screen. You know, I always am excited by that. and they are not their characters have nothing. like so far, mm-hmm. there's nothing to do with them being Asian. Yeah. Also, there was one moment, this is a slight tangent on it, when they go on the date in the restaurant okay. and uh, she's like, oh, I keep some games around and like reaches under the thing. I was like, is she going to be like a, a you know, a, an agent for another um, organization and pull like a gun out from under the thing and like attack the Winter Soldier? Oh, yeah. I thought you-
1: it was Battleship. <laughs> yeah. You know, the um, you know, the Lucky Cats. The I, lost, the, I like, lost it when he I did that. I lost my mind when, when he, he stopped did that. the like, arm. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like dying. And I also, I mean, I enjoy it. I love sarcastic Bucky. So I'm a big fan of him being just like, I'm 106. And last time I danced was 1943, you know. Right. And she doesn't know how to. She obviously just. She thinks he's just like flirty fun right yeah and he's not he's really telling her the very truth yeah,
2: yeah. I, I like them so i'm i'm glad that was not the case dana
1: yeah
0: <laughs> no it's so what i say, i was like oh yeah. this is and then i was like a little apprehensive because i was like this is taking place in an asian restaurant are we gonna are we gonna fall into the pit like are we gonna mm-hmm. fall into the stereotype pit i think for the most part it did not which was exciting for me and so that's yeah. At least not yet, right? Right, not yet, yeah. (laughs) So that's me watching it like pre-Atlanta and then thinking about it in the context of post, I was like, oh God, are they going to get hate crimed? Like what is going to happen to these poor characters? Obviously he's already the, you know, um, Yuri is his name, I think. Uh, You know, he has been the victim of random violence. It was not directed at, we we know very clearly that the motivation was not hate for our specific race. We know that it was just because the Winter Soldier is a killing machine, and there was a witness in place.
2: Totally, yeah. And then at least with the organization, we know at least that Aaron Kellyman, who is potentially leading it but is a big part of it, is not just your run of the mill white lady. So yeah. <laughs> at least. Hopefully it's not going to go too much into like yeah like racially driven hate crimes as much as just kind of a general I mean I definitely
1: plus. don't think we're going to get, you know, um, like a Watchman HBO series. Oh no, situation. no. And I think they're going to touch on the themes, but I don't think we're going to get any like treatise on racism in America or anything. I mean, I do think we are actually,
0: but I think it's going to be through the lens of
1: the black experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can yeah yeah I can see that I mean actually I, I would say we we better get that with that they setup. Have to, right <laughs> yeah. I mean especially especially nowadays right like I right. feel like it's so top of mind in so many different ways that you it would just be an elephant in the room if you weren't doing it at all
2: I also got to say I loved the so like you know they're in the Smithsonian kind of revisiting that cap display Exhibit, that yeah. we saw in Winter Soldier and then having that that discussion there and then the next time we see he's getting there and his nephew's are like uncle sam and I, I thought that was fun i like i like calling him mm. uncle sam and i thought that was kind of a little i could see the writer just kind of like
0: huh. yeah <laughs> you know, like, yeah that's my I'm clever a, moment for I'm the a, day yeah,
2: i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. put that in <laughs> And I loved, I loved it, though. It did not go unnoticed.
0: I have a, I have a couple, of like, logic questions. I was like, why was the hostage in the beginning so important? I get it all, like, you know, it's important to search and rescue, all this stuff. You know, we're trying to put... That was a lot of damage for one... Re- yeah. they, they also went through a lot of effort to kidnap that one specific person. I was like, why? I was, and Yeah,
2: I was trying to figure uh, out what, his, what he, they needed him for because, you know, they just killed the pilot. Yeah. So he was dead, and then this other guy was like, and so I was like, Is this just bait? I, I was wondering because you know, he almost went into I think it was Libyan airspace or something like that, or I don't know what it was, but I was it bait, yeah? They were trying to
0: like bait him into some into other... getting
2: somewhere that they could like, and so maybe there's some bigger maybe, maybe we'll find out Zemos behind it, like maybe there's some sort of thing that was specifically trying to get Sam over a,
0: a border, or
2: yeah. Something. I just, but,
0: I, I think that, I think that was the plot. I was just like, Why this, yeah. One person it didn't feel significant
2: i was paying attention to that and i was like because honestly like no shade but the actor did not act very distressed and he was like even when when they were about to jump out the the plane with him and fly out he was just like standing there and then he was like whatever and it just was like very like can you act a little more kind of no 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 (laughs) so i was like is he in on this
0: would he have died from whiplash like without the helmet you know they're they're just like (laughs) playing this random man
1: around and i'm like um
2: i know is he okay
1: you yeah, should it was, be dead by now. Yeah, I honestly <laughs> didn't pay attention much to that scene. I was very bored. Yep, that's. I mean, that was my. Pro- I was like, oh, this is the intro. This is rough. I was like, ooh, if the show's gonna be like this, I'm tapping out. Yeah, um, but then luckily we got into some cool story. So other questions were around.
0: Oh, the uh, the bad Bucky wig is back. Uh, yeah. Like, oh it no, was are back. we gonna? Yeah. And then I realized it was a flashback, and I was I gonna, know. like, okay, we're not gonna. Yeah. I can't. I, I, I just couldn't. Just I couldn't do give more.
1: him a better wig. I. Or... We we've been map. over this. I don't understand. Yeah, but I mean, clearly he's cut his hair and he's fine, but it's just. Oh, sure. Just I just, it was map. a lot I, to see it again. It, I don't know why PST. wigs are just. You know, yeah. it shouldn't be that hard. The wig I, department is, oh, Marvel. Well, yeah, you know, they have you, money.
2: It's just, it's the weirdest thing, though. It's just kind of like, it's, because it's a Marvel thing, but it's a, it's so many movie thing and it's just kind of, why? Like, why can't we yeah. figure this out? People wear I wigs don't. all the time that look good. In real life,
1: I mean, I think par- so- I, to be fair, I do think part of it is that actors don't act very well with wigs on because they don't touch them as much because they're worried about it. Mm. And if you apply a wig correctly, I mean, I've seen some drag queens do some shit.
2: I was like, we all watch Drag Race, right? So- uh, and yeah.
1: Like, and they're—I mean, they do not come off. So uh, I have a feeling that they can figure this out. I think that in some ways, actors get kind of weird about it, and so they like they'll do little motions where they're not like it or anything like they're just kind of and so I, I think it some of that happens too
0: i just those wigs are so bad other questions i had for that so i guess we never see winter soldier's identity right
2: what do you mean so the, as... i mean
0: the girl just did not know who he was on that date
2: right yeah because if you think about it i think because i was thinking about that too where i was like oh they don't recognize him at all so
0: i was like does I he think... always wear a mask post-revival essentially
2: if you think about it civil war was very much not a hey, we're the Avengers kicking ass movie, right? So he was involved in that. And then, you know, he's villaining out in Winter Soldier. And then everything else after we get him and he's in Wakanda and then he's fighting in Wakanda and stuff. But I don't get the impression that he as a person has spent a lot of time on television being a hero at this point. He's more than hiding. So I kind of thought that about it. And then, you know, when he is, you know, he had the long hair and this and that. And he did look different. But, right. yeah, it was a little like, oh, you, don't, you have no idea who he is? Because it seems it's, like, common knowledge that, like, these, you know, super soldiers have existed at this point. So it's, like, you might believe when someone tells you they're a years Yeah, I years mean, old.
1: maybe he was never, like...
2: <laughs> I don't think he was ever, like, front and center as, like, a, a face <laughs> of, right. of that's the that's team. That's very
1: fair. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I could... But I could... the thing is, is, like, I feel like he was always kind of French. And so maybe he's, like, in the background. I don't think he was ever one of the ones they trotted out at events or anything. You know what I mean? Well, oh, especially... I definitely think they would not have given his past...
2: Well, the, given the past especially, they probably tried to keep him hidden, yeah, you know. And and if you think about the events from Civil War through, well, I guess, Infinity War, right, where we see him after that for, in Wakanda. He's been in Wakanda, and then we're in Infinity War, and we have Endgame. You think about those events, it's like there hasn't been a lot of time passed. I think they said this was like six months after Yeah, they did, Endgame. yeah, six months after. So, like, he hasn't really been around as a good person for fighting for the good side at all for very long at all
0: either Yeah, let's, yeah, th- that's that's very fair. My my last logic question out of this is: okay, let's say you were both on a date, it was going well-ish, and the person suddenly reveals to you that they have like a what is it? Is it made of vibranium?
2: I think it's vibranium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know that they are essentially the Winter Soldier, and you know they have this this arm. What? Do, wh- how do you react? What do you do? Hot. I mean, hot. <laughs> No, it's me?
1: cold. Like, I tell you it's very cold and uncomfortable.
2: Oh no. But I, like, but, I but I I would heat up an inside.
1: Oh it, no. I, it. It. I would I would melt I, the insides? Oh okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, take me home. Like I don't Yeah, no. Even so even hot, with her though. checkered
0: past, if you were just Oh, well, like, I mean, you know, I don't know. A, I think the scan machine. is
1: very attractive and
0: Well we're not we're, technically we're not talking
1: about we're talking about bucky but. a person
2: but if this was just like okay, a person you're on a date but then your in general is villain. very
1: attractive to. i love i love a tragic backstory on a dude like are you kidding i'd be into it even if, even if they're 106 years old that's not outside of either of your dating brackets no not at all because no. I mean,
2: only <laughs> like especially because it's like i mean the only thing that would suck is like you know he's gonna age so much slower than i am and so like as far as like
0: is he know. though i got this i was I like have they like, been yeah. freezing and unfreezing him? Like I don't well, understand. Winter the like, Soldier, I
2: don't... they were, I think, but I don't know right. since then. No, but I don't know. It seems it's... at least in the comics, Cap stays. I feel like very super young.
1: serum people.
2: Yeah, they stay young, age but lower, right? then we saw Cap like age so much in Endgame with that weird
1: thing. We yeah, but let's about. start. So, to... I mean, I Endgame. Really... Let's forget that happened because that was <laughs> I know, but, but we have
2: to. But we have to take it as canon in this universe. So it's a thing where it's like if he went back and lived and aged that much over that time than I guess they do. I, I don't know. It's hard to say.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, so I did try and look up the end game stuff. And one of the writers said that they thought that like, generally speaking, there would be two caps existing and one would just be sort of aging at the same time. So, okay, yeah. yeah I just that uh, to
2: that point too, I thought it was interesting that in this show and kind of starting out with what with, kind of felt like a
1: funeral, <laughs> you know, for Cap, yeah.
2: even though it wasn't. It's one of those I things. I thought he where,
1: was going to a funeral when he put on a suit. I well, was yeah. Like, oh and no, then, we're going to Cap's funeral. I'm not yeah. ready. <laughs>
2: and everything felt that way. But I do think it was interesting that you know when you listen to Joaquin and him talking before that and everything and going through, we don't know where Cap is. So I do think that's kind of interesting. Like we like we don't we still don't really know. Like we know he came back and this and that, and he wanted to pass it to to Sam and stuff, but. No one. Oh, no, that's
0: true. He would. We don't know if he would have like died on the spot. Yeah. Also, when he came back forward, or when right. he like revealed himself forward. So he Cap could be alive. But, oh my God! What if we got an old Cap cameo?
2: We might get old Cap cameo. I don't, who knows? But it's just like we, think just, we really don't think just don't we will, know. But... but they're like yeah. joking. Oh, you didn't fly him to the moon because people are obviously the world's like, where is Captain America? So we yeah. don't know. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And I wonder if they, yeah. there's something up their sleeve about you know what he's doing now, what happened to him, what, uh, why he's hiding. If he's hiding or what, you know. Well,
0: in the timeline we're in, he would be hiding because he went back in time. and Yeah, was he's like, like old man. Yeah, he's old man so. now and is like, I'm tapped out. I give you my shield, you know. Yeah. Bye. I just hate
1: everything about this. I hate <laughs> him so much for doing this to us. Yeah. Like, just give him a good death.
2: That's the thing yeah. is I'm like, just kill him, you know, because like.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, well, because I want to mourn know, him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think he was such Agre- a, a pivotal character that if yeah. we're going to have him gone. Let's let's actually give him a
2: give him that type of like heroic, crazy death that they gave to Natasha. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I liked yeah. that she no. well, did. Honestly, that, it but... should have been
1: Cap there. Like it should have, Cap Cap should should have, have been, died, yeah. died there and not Natasha. But whatever. Think, there's, there's, you know, I mean you know how I feel about that. But
0: I think a quiet, non-eventful death is also acceptable because at totally. this point, you know, he's disappeared off the public radar. The only people who know he came or he is still is alive out there or is like Sam and, you know, a couple other folks who know he gave him the shield. Yeah. Like that's it. He's it, earned that I, much. It's, it's I, like a poetic yeah. retirement, you know, mm-hmm. pass away quietly, friends that are by friends, of it, whatever it may be. But I don't think it has to be, be a big splashy, sort of bring people together thing. As far as society is concerned, it seems like they, he's dead. Yeah. So
2: I just think it's interesting that there wasn't like a, clearly because they're speculating and they made it a point to, to, to tell us that they're speculating what, what happened to him. I think it's interesting that there wasn't some sort of PR communication about Captain America has passed away or Captain America has like like to say something to ease the public's like curiosity about what happened to him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and so I think it's interesting that we're in a world where like they just haven't addressed it. And I'm wondering if
1: we will address it ever
2: or we're we just gonna let it be, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Curious. Well, I wanna know.
1: Kind of kind of shifting gears. But where's Sharon? I was promised Sharon. Can't wait. I know. Uh-huh. I,
2: we we know she's she's. I think she went to the CIA right after. Right,
1: her and she's definitely like and stuff. And my impression is that she's like a third lead. I oh, hope so. I didn't get that impression, but I I, I just was. I, but I also was not paying a ton
0: of attention because like, you know this yeah. shows a. Not, I mean, it didn't. It it right didn't now. show
2: her like a ton in the trailers or anything, but like she's on all the posters and stuff. But obviously, it's like it's familiarity. It's who we we know her, so they're going to throw her out there, but. I hope she's in it a lot. I sure hope. I'm really, I'm hopeful for that. I, I, I'm I, very just interested to see how Zemo is going to tie into everything. It's like, there's a lot of different pieces. And like we talked about how this, it set up different parts of storylines
1: that I didn't expect. Given was the all the shield, things, so. oh, sorry. I'm going in a different direction again. I'm the worst. But was this shield different looking? Like, I feel like the, the I star feel like little with little the different. lines looked a little different. Yeah, like I felt like star. it was.
2: I don't remember what it looked like in Endgame because I know it's changed.
1: Yeah, I don't remember here and there, so it's hard to say. They need to sell more merchandise, so I I understand. I just yeah. yeah, Are you talking about the
0: the shield when it goes into retirement, or the shield when they put it on the new guy? Oh,
1: I guess I don't remember which one I was looking at and thinking it looked different.
2: Yeah,
0: because I could see them trying to tweak it for the new person with like new paint or something. Yeah, they might
2: have redone it, you know, but or whatever, but like refinished it.
0: Yeah, my first thought when they were putting it into the Smithsonian, I was like, I feel like that's a lot of vibranium to just be leaving to around. To just be like in there, yeah. Especially, well, considering in WandaVision, they were like, you know, they were ready to chop up Vision because he's billions of dollars worth of vibranium. Yeah. What am I? Adamantium is the one. For yeah, me. that's that's, that's the I... Wolverine stuff. Yeah. Or yeah,
1: unobtainium yeah. from
0: that movie. I,
2: yeah.
0: No oh, God. <laughs> Anyway, well, we we have we have a few more episodes. Obviously, I'm going to stick with it. I. I think it met my expectations. They were low. It may have exceeded them a little bit just because
1: of the possible
0: race setup stuff. I was like, that's very meaty, but we shall see. Yeah,
1: I yeah. think it, it exceeded mine. I mean, I wasn't looking forward to it particularly. And then it does look like they're going to do more story, character study, you know, storytelling, um, which is yeah. totally up my alley. So I'm excited.
2: Yeah, yeah, it met it met my hopes. So I'm hoping it sticks with it. And, you know, I'm really excited. I agreed that it was like, oh, I want to see them together. But I was really happy that we got like an entire episode of set up for their own individual stuff before we see them. And mm-hmm. I'm, so it makes me really excited to see them. And I think that they're going to have a really fun rapport given their different personality types. And, you know, I guess I'll leave it with also. I, I mean, they were enjoyable. These, and Totally. And, and for these two characters, I felt like I got to know both of them more in this 45-minute episode than I did in any of the films they've been in before.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I yeah. really
2: give it kudos for that.
0: It also made me, I was like, I don't think I like the Falcon character that much. Um,
2: yeah, he's, well, he can be a little kind of like, he's full of himself, you know what I mean? And I, I like, hope
1: he, grew, the stuff. thing is, it's like, I hope we watch him grow, right? Oh, yeah. That he, that he sure. actually realizes, you know, what his sister's been through and that she should be able to make those decisions having been here this whole time. I mean, I was, we're going to talk about this for an hour probably.
0: I was curious and maybe I didn't understand why she wouldn't take not that he ended up being able to give her money, but why she wouldn't accept the offer of him trying to help out financially in order to Did
1: he have He did? He asked her?
2: Well, he was trying to find this. He was like trying to, hey, let's find a solution, blah, blah, this and that, whatever. And then yeah, but I got the like impression going to he the loan.
1: Didn't
2: he doesn't right. have it.
0: I don't think. At the moment that he was trying to convince her. Yeah. I think he thought without question, he would be able to financially secure money. hundred oh, yeah, percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think she thought otherwise. like she didn't question whether or not he would yeah. be able to, get the money before they go to the loan officer.
1: Yeah. Right. So, and, they, I, and then they remember they're black.
0: <laughs> right. But my question is between, you know, the conversation between the two of them as siblings, what was preventing her aside from maybe pride from accepting his offer of direct financial help?
2: I think it's, em- I think it, she felt it was empty. I think she was like, I think she's like, I've been here holding the ship down even before, you know, you talk about he's been gone for five years. Okay, Cool. But he was also in the military and doing other things while she's been there trying to run the family business the whole time. And she's kind of uh-huh. like, it's not, we're not staying afloat. And he's back and he's, oh, we can help this and that, whatever. But she's like, she knows he doesn't have anything. And she's like.
1: But I don't think she does well, know in that moment. Well, I. Mm. okay, I would, my I, would, argument, I would think she probably would. My, but. my argument for it is literally just like, I think when you make a hard decision like that, like to close a family business that, mm-hmm. it, you know, and. And to sell a ship that is probably your parents' pride and joy, right? Yeah. I think that when you come to that sort of decision, you don't – I mean, she clearly didn't take it lightly, right? Yeah. And I think that once you make that decision, you've made it for a lot of different reasons and you've and it's taken a long time to get there. And at that point, reversing it seems silly, right? Because even if she had a magic wand to f- fix the boat – I don't think that that's the only problem in their business, right? I think you don't mm-hmm. make much at those, those family mom and pop boating businesses anymore. And maybe there's just, it's a it's a long, hard struggle to get, make ends meet, even if things work. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I think that, she's moved that's on. That's very valid.
2: I think she's moved right. on, but also his offer wasn't, I've got the money here. Let me give you a bunch of money. It was yeah. like, we can we can get the money. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's very kind of like, that's, that's fair. if he had it, I would he'd be like, here, let me write you a check real quick. But I think, yeah, she's moved on from it. And also I felt like she sat in there trying to get that loan to uh, humor him because I think I felt like she sat, she's probably, she's been through this trying to like keep this mm-hmm. thing afloat. And she sat there and she was jaded and she was giving the guy attitude the whole time. Like she wasn't right. like, like, please, sir, we can, we can, whatever. She was like, I know this isn't going to work, but let me just have you right. learn that real quick. And so okay, when we get true. into that, it's interesting because when talking about the experience and the black experience in America, you know, what we mentioned, it's it, I could see there being a little bit of tension about kind of like her feeling like he doesn't understand it because he almost has moved past it you know what I mean in this weird kind of thing I could see
0: that yeah it's as, as like yeah. a public figure as, mm-hmm. as you know someone who is surrounded constantly by people who are not the same as him yeah and again you know going back to the whole like oh you know he probably tried to acclimatize and code switch a bit and yeah, again, again, these are yeah. really great concepts. I just yeah. hope the show delivers. <laughs> Same,
2: I know, because it, it really does set that up. And, I, you know, it'd be really great. It'd be great to get that. So let's hope. Cool. Let's, let us hope.
0: The other thing we watched, which is, I don't think there was a single person of color in it, thinking back, was Operation Varsity Blues. One
1: of the coaches was black. Oh, yes, the soccer coach. There were um, some
2: real people, like some of the kids, like the real footage of kids, like waiting for their acceptances yeah. and stuff like that, like, but not in like the actual like recreation.
0: Yeah, but, but I, I this is one thing where I'm like, oh, maybe it's good for the people of color not to be associated with well, this yeah. thing. <laughs> Operation Varsity Blues on Netflix. It is about the college admission scandal. What did you two think?
2: I was entertained. I, I could have done without the recreations entirely. Oh, I didn't think any of the actors were terribly strong. But
0: Did you recognize?
2: The- no, I just didn't think they were very strong. Like I just was like okay. not believing a lot. It felt kind of like, no offense, Lifetime People, but Lifetime movie, like kind of those parts to me. But I sure. thought the way the narrative was built was very, was good. Like, I wish we had actual camera of those actual scenes of the real people, you know?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to be this person. I cannot get it up for this. Like, I do not have any... I mean, maybe it's because I never believed that, like, universities actually did meritocracy and, like, everything was built on that. And so even when this came out, I was like, of course, rich people paid to get their children into these schools. Like, that didn't oh, feel... Sure, yeah. That didn't feel weird to me. And I guess like maybe the side door thing is vaguely interesting. But I just I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because everything's been so heavy in the news for the past couple of days and and things. But it just felt like, oh, well, I mean, I don't know. Universities can admit anyone they want to. It doesn't really matter. And yeah, I don't I just don't care.
0: That's that's totally valid. I was surprised watching it because I thought it was just going to be like a, you know, straightforward documentary. And so seeing the recreations, I was like, I, I actually felt of that type of reenactment thing. They were the best I've seen. That's not saying that it's an easy format to function in. But okay. you know, it was Matthew Modine. I was like, Oh, okay, you got a real actor for this. <laughs> the other folks were not quite as, yeah. you know, same caliber as him. But no, I mean, it It made me very angry. I was not surprised at all. I think the thing, it str- it, it stressed me out. My sister texted me about it before I had a chance to watch. And she was like, I'm just, she said she was so glad that we got into college and went to college when we did, you know, having many, many, many years ago. Just because like dealing with the pressure of it now seems terrifying yeah i'm guessing that it has always felt terrifying but i truly think it is more stressful now to get into schools than. and, and i think the social media part of it is a, a huge part of it and you know the sort of transparency around it and or, or not transparency but the sort of um momentifying of it there's probably a better word
1: for that but yeah no yeah. i
2: agree it it was it was kind of stressful <laughs> Thinking those about it.
1: Videos yeah. when they have like a 100 Aren't people with them waiting for the answer. I'm yeah, like, right. fuck no, I wouldn't do that with everyone around. No, <laughs> no that, yeah, that was just, <laughs> like, no way, setting yourself man. up for
0: just failure. Yeah. Not failure, but it's setting yourself up
1: for also how many takes
0: of those do we think some of those kids did when I'm they actually sh- got in? You know, where it was just sure. like, That's true. I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: The ones yeah. where they didn't um, were very genuine because they were crying. And I'm sure yeah. you know, it was, it was sad to watch those, but I, yeah it made me reflect on kind of like my experience and it's like man I didn't I just didn't feel and this could probably speak to some privilege as well but I didn't feel pressure in any kind of way and also my parents just were not it wasn't like oh you got to do this and this and Ivy League school and all this whatever and it was like I I wanted to go to college because I knew what I wanted to do and I wanted to make sure I could do it and Mm -hmm. I applied to the schools I wanted to apply to I got into UCLA I got into USC I didn't do anything nuts i had a really good gpa and i had like good sat scores and stuff but i got into them and i didn't go i went to san jose state because i decided i didn't want to leave home at the time the area i was living in san jose in an apartment but i left my job and i was just like i'm just gonna go here and i'm gonna not take out loans and i'm gonna pay for this and that's what i did and do i regret it sometimes because sometimes i think if i had gone to one of those schools maybe my career would be further along than it is currently because maybe I would have gotten to that right internship and done this right thing. Who knows? But you know, I just didn't feel that that same kind of holy crapness that these people feel these days to have to go and it, I I feel so sad for them. And I these they mentioned the transcripts and the kids having to read these transcripts of what their parents are saying about them mm-hmm. and like the, how little faith they have in them to succeed and stuff. And it's like that's heartbreaking <laughs> you know, to have to think about that.
1: And well, just knowing that your parents like paid someone to take the SATs for you, like that sucks. Mm-hmm. That's
2: what it is. I, I feel most bad for the kids, to be honest, because it's just like then this is this is some now
1: of, well, and some, it's like, of, the some of them, and the some of them is, is like Olivia Jade is clearly yeah, a brat, but to be fair to her, she didn't ask her mom to do that, That she true. didn't she didn't ask for this notoriety. She had a very successful YouTube business essentially going. Right. She didn't want to go to school. Her parents forced it on her. And then suddenly she's this pariah because they paid for her to get into a school that she wasn't qualified for. And sure, I'm sure she enjoyed saying she went to USC and all that stuff. But it is kind of unfair that we pass it on to the children, even though she's yeah. really not. Because this system. sticks yeah. with them
2: forever. And if they're also so young to even if they did decide to cheat on purpose, it's like, do we hold teenagers totally accountable when they decide to cheat? Like, you're not even a full formed adult yet. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Was like, like, I'm the, just like the lawyer guy who kept being like, I'm a lawyer. Is this illegal? You know, and then what's his face? Having to be like, you know, footing around the fact that yes, it's definitely illegal.
0: Yeah. I, I you know, this week has been very heavy. And so it, it was a heavy topic, but on something that I at least was able to like sort of mentally disconnect from and just like watch the, well, like, popcorn ED. Yeah, like, we're all far removed yeah. from
2: it, right? You know, so it's the thing we're like, not, I don't think any of us here are thinking about trying to go back to college so it's a thing where you could watch it and be like it's kind of like ooh juicy but like you know
0: well (laughs) (laughs) you know it stresses me out for i was like oh if i ever have children someday you know which is like i don't think i'm equipped as a future parent to deal with this stress and the stress on their behalf and maybe it gives me more like empathy for what my parents went through when i was applying to schools Mm -hmm. although i i I don't think I've ever told them this and I don't think they've ever, we've never talked about it, but I don't think they had a ton of faith that I was going to get in to, you know, schools. And so then when I got in somewhere early, it was like, Oh, well, we're all relieved. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> nobody has to worry about that. Shit. Yeah. She did it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. We're good. Yeah. I, I had a very, it's weird because I went to the Paralympics around the same time that college applications were due. Ooh. So I was out of the country and I had, you know, cause they're, do around Thanksgiving your senior year. And then, yeah. and so I was in Australia doing, uh, because, you know, we had to be there for six weeks. So I missed six weeks of school my senior year
0: that to go to the wild. Paralympics.
1: So I wasn't able to apply anywhere that year because I was I was still catching up. Because uh-huh. basically, it's hard because I, I don't have regrets necessarily. But I decided at the time that because this had been, because it was such an experience that I was never going to have again. I didn't want to do homework while I was there. And so I decided to wait until I got home to catch up. In some ways, it's great because I was able to experience it all and not be, you know, stressed and things while I was there. But then, of course, when I got back, it was very real that I might not graduate mm. if I didn't get all this stuff done. So I, I you know, I didn't did really they? Did they accommodate
0: myself. you academically? You know, were they like, OK, fine, we'll let you do your homework. <laughs> we'll let you turn it in Like you got to do it. But you, we'll let you turn it in.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, some teachers were better than others, right? They wouldn't actually – the biggest bummer was they wouldn't let me take any AP or honors classes my senior year because I was going to be gone for so long. So they made me take, Mm -hmm. like, normal people classes. So then I had to take those. And some teachers just gave me, like, a packet of things that I had to, like, complete by the end. And some people actually forced me to do everything that everyone else had done. Which was a lot of work and hard to do and whatever, but it depended on the teacher basically.
0: Yeah, But this is a whole separate discussion. Maybe I feel like if I hadn't been of...
1: disabled, that like everyone yeah would have had just you been going to off. like
0: the Olympics, you know, would they have just been like, "Good luck, have fun."
1: Yeah, I do believe that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Can you do?
0: Right. But I mean, I still think it's super, like I I probably would have done, I, I don't know if I would have done the same, but I think I would have regretted not taking that time off. Right. Like mm-hmm. if I had been in the same position, cause I'd be like, I don't want to be doing my math homework right now. I'm in friggin' Australia doing a once in a lifetime, you know, crazy, super athletic, you know, it's just, it's an experience that, you know, you maybe are only qualified for once or twice or however many times the fact that you did it, you know, don't distract yourself from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So then I ended up, going to community college for a couple of years and then I just never transferred and I ended up just doing other things I, nothing wrong with that and so now like as an like it was for a long time like a good sort of deep insecurity that I hadn't graduated from college and hadn't figured it out or like everyone else seemed to but actually as an adult I don't have that anymore and so I'm wondering if that's part of the reason why I don't care about that as much because I'm just kind of like college is not that important because I am Honestly, and you know, not that money is everything, but I I make more than most of my friends who have college degrees, you know, and I have found things that I'm good at and, and been able to do them without one. And that speaks to some level of privilege as a white woman, I'm sure. But it's just not as important as everyone seems to make it out to be.
2: I don't. Yeah, I think, and, and I think it depends on the path you want to take, too, though, because totally like for me, the jobs I've had, I know for a fact they wouldn't have hired me if I didn't have a degree you know, like, yeah, so it kind of depends. I know for a fact, they called and checked my school to make sure my my degree was real, because I had to verify things. I look at that. And I'm like, well, I'm really glad I did it for the path that I'm on. But then the path that you find yourself on, it's like you found a way to do it
1: without that. And so there,
2: there are ways. And so it's that kind of thing where, it's not the end all be all, you know what I mean? And so it's nice that there's different paths that you can take.
1: I just feel like the way that we treat youth and even back then, it just felt like if you didn't do this, you were kind of going to die cold and lonely, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of pressure, I think. I don't think, you know, this is one of those things where we'll never actually know. I'm curious if you are very successful now. And I wonder if If somebody was going down the same path now, you know, you have years of experience, like actual job experience that helped you get to where you are now, uh, because I don't feel like it was as much of a concern, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years Mm -hmm. ago, 15 years ago of, do you have a four-year degree on your resume people were more flexible about it and now it feels very much like you know four year degree or bust or or like i guess a two year or you know whatever it may be so i i don't know how easy it is i i don't know the answer to this you know i don't yeah, know how it no. e- as how easy it would be for someone today to do that
1: yeah i, I don't know that. i mean it's 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 always hard to say of course in any way but I...
0: and it depends on the field and it depends on the special day yeah you know, obviously all that
1: totally yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: I have friends in the entertainment industry, who, specifically women of color, who really, really felt that they had to go to grad school to get the same kind of opportunities afforded to people that had four-year degrees that weren't women or people of color. And it's super valid because you look at the amount of people of color that are working in these industries. Like, you know, one of my very, very close friends is a black woman who's an editor, and you can count on, you know, hands how many of them there are like, you know, it, it, that have made it. And so it's this thing where it's kind of goes into that whole kind of like what opportunities are afforded to who, with what credentials and what. And then, it, then that's when you get into whole like, oh, this school is, you know, it's Harvard versus the state school versus this, that. And it's just like, it gets so messy and crazy that it's so impossible to like know what is going to be necessary. You know what I mean? And then I, I do think there's some, some truth to you do what you do. And then, then you figure out your life based on, what you've done and like what's going to work so it's nice to to feel that there are different ways you can kind of go these different paths and yeah but I don't know what it is today I always used to say you know you go back to like our grandparents age right it was like okay you should graduate high school and if you do you'll probably be able to do something right and then it's like our parents age it's like well you better graduate high school you should go to some college but you know and then now for us, it was like, you better go to college and you could go to like grad school. And then now I feel like it's like these kids are being told that they must go to grad school. They must go. They must do all these things. Ugh, the competition.
0: It's funny you say that because I and I feel like that, you know, our parents' generation, it's different for the genders, right? Because it's like, oh, you go to get a missus. They were probably the tail end of that, but I, there's still that sort of expectation. Mm-hmm. Or, or not expectation, but it was, you know, excusable to... Peace out because you were off to get married or have kids or yeah. whatever it was. I, to this day question, you know, the big asterisk for me is I was like, oh, I, so I went to film school and like, did I get in? Cause I was a girl applying and there weren't that, I, I don't know how many applied and I don't know if I was a you know minority acceptance or I I'll, I'll never know. Yeah. Do I think I still deserve to be there? Yeah, I think I did, but I do think it didn't hurt
2: sure. <laughs> that
0: I brought diversity to it. And yeah, it's, it's something I just have to sort of make peace with.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, get in any way you can. Yeah, totally. except for having your parents. pay. Yeah, I was like, like
0: <laughs> <so laughs> breaking the law to have I your mean, parents I guess pay but,
1: with, within legal bounds. Yes, yeah. yes, millions yeah. of dollars. But, to, but I think uh, to to, to,
2: to, to that comment though, I think that's what does interest me about this whole story is just that I it, it's one of those things where you yes you can draw the line in the sand and you how see how wrong it is and terrible it is, but at the same time. You, I put myself in the shoes. Would I break the law? No, I wouldn't break the law. Would it be tempting if I had the means to do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would
1: be.
2: It would be tempting. 100%. And so it's one of those kind of interesting stories to me where I'm kind of like, I get where these people are coming from. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, ugh.
1: The saddest one was Felicity Huffman's daughter, who apparently probably could have gotten in. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Like, it didn't matter. Like, they were looking at her, sc- like, someone later was looking at her scores and stuff and being like, she should have gotten in anyway. Yeah. You know <laughs>
0: Well, it's also like she would have gotten into some colleges. Like, you know, it sounds like she was a decent student. She was going to go somewhere. right? It's just the emphasis on these like five and 10 schools. It's just absurd to me. I So, uh, so Matt, to go back to your point, what's interesting is none of the – you know, for the most part, as far as we can tell, none of the kids were like, do this for Mm -hmm. me. If you were a 17, 18-year-old with the means and knew this existed – would you still be tempted or would you be afraid of living with the asterisk for your entire life?
2: Oh, as a kid, I would have been afraid. But as an adult with a kid that you're like trying to have succeed, okay. I, I could like see where they're coming from. as Not oh, that yeah. I have a kid, sure. but, but as a kid, I wouldn't have, I would have been afraid.
1: I, thinking, <laughs> I mean, and hopefully things are changing and the youths are different, but I do think being 17 and other was always difficult. Right. And so I don't mm-hmm. think you ever wanted to be that person. Whereas like in this adult, I'm like, oh, whatever, I'm going to use whatever advantages I got. You know, yes, sure. right? But seventeen-year-old Jackie. <laughs> to quote our favorite like, movie, what was the one
0: with Sarah Paulson? Where feel bad for me, I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and yeah. you know, I'll take advantage of that all day now. Yeah. You know the the perks I do get from it, but I think you know, seventeen-year-old Jackie would have been mortified.
2: No, you just want to fit in at that yeah. point, and and part of fitting in at that point is it also is sometimes being able to be like, oh yeah, I got into this school. I I remember walking around. You know, senior year, and everyone just like getting their letters and talking about what schools they got into, where they're going, and stuff. And
1: everyone had the hoodie with the letters you, on it. Yeah, you get you get your college
2: in. thing, and yeah, I remember. I was those the conversations. first
0: person in my school to get into college.
2: Look at okay. you, because
0: I applied. Well, I applied early though. That was the thing. I applied to an early decision, which was a binding thing, which sure, was like, sure.
2: oh good. Uh, what have
1: I
0: done?
2: <laughs> like if you can you're going type of thing.
0: Yeah, or? you and you and if you don't go, you pay your first year's tuition. Right, you're paying like, either way. We're going.
2: That's funny. Yeah. No, I, I, it's all very interesting. And so I I liked when that one guy had said he was like talking about colleges and he was saying, you know, if every kid in the U S wanted to go to college, there's enough for them to all go. It's just, they all want these very specific schools. And so I, So back to that point, I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah, I I hope we're able to watch this film later. I watched it at Sundance. It's called Try Harder. And it follows a San Francisco school, follows a bunch of kids through their senior year. And a lot of them are Asian. It's, I can't remember what the school is called. Uh, Lowell High School in San Francisco. I wasn't familiar with it before, but I guess it's like one of the top ranked schools. It's 70% Asian. But it it was really interesting to follow them and then go through their experience because these are kids who are, many of them are coming from like immigrant or one of them's like you know essentially homeless mm. or you know he could choose to live with his dad but his dad was in marin and there's not the... anyway it was it was a really interesting sort of very different perspective than these like super privileged you know almost all, all white the ones that we saw that you know re- yeah. re- reenactments of and they but they're going under the same stress and you know they ask where do you want to go to school and they're all like stanford 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 and i was like oh you know nowhere yeah. i never was never interested in going to stanford <laughs> i probably wouldn't have gone in also yeah. but it, i was like yeah, i don't think yeah, i would have gotten that one <laughs> no, 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 which is good I, don't, I think i would have been very very unhappy there yeah but yeah it was just a total it's a totally different thing covering a different approach to how you know a same generation because these kids were probably all applying at the same time that this was all breaking yeah approached applying to colleges god it's stressful thinking about it. I'm having, i know. Like, PTSD i, I know there. i'm just
2: like i'm so glad <sighs> i'm just done with school in general because like the idea of it just stresses me out thinking about it even though i was fine in it but it's just like i don't know but i have interesting I was thinking like Dana being that you got accepted into the school you applied for early and everything and it was binding yeah what would you do right now to learn that your parents made that happen in this way
0: oh why would you say that uh, no
2: I know but I'm just thinking because I thought about it for myself where I was like these people in there like USC and UCLA and this and that whatever and I got into both of them and I, I was excited about it but then I was like okay never mind and then of course hopefully someone who got deferred get, got to go because I didn't But it was this thing where I'm like, at the time when I applied to them, I was just, I was, I didn't even come toward them. I was literally like, well, you know, I know I want to do film, so I'm just going to apply to those two schools. And I just submitted my application and my stuff and I got it. But it wasn't this like crushing, these these are my dreams, I got to get in. You know what I mean? So I'm like, if I learned right now that my parents made those, that happen for me, I don't know, it'd be weird
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so funny because the idea of it is so outlandish to me because my parents would just not because, you know, I was I I also applied to UCLA and USC, but because I picked early decision binding school, you have to withdraw all of your other applications. I don't know how much they would have held me to that. But I immediately was like, I can't afford to not know. Not screwing here. this up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not screwing this up. So I don't know if I got into a single other college. Yeah. And I don't know if my parents were happy about where I ended up going. They were supportive, but I don't know if they were happy. And so I don't know if they would have ever paid to bribe me. And oh my God, I think it would...
2: Well, what if they were in the process of bribing I mean, UCLA? No, I'm trying to think.
0: I was like... <laughs> I, no, I just it would... it was interesting. Yeah, I think it would break me as a person. Yeah. It's hard enough living with this idea or trying to come to terms with this idea that... You know, I got in because I'm a minority or because I'm a woman. But the, if the, if I found out my parents paid for it, oh my yeah. god! I'd also be like, there's a million better things you could have done with that money. I would have picked a different school. Totally. Like, or
2: like, or give buy me the money. Me give a me a million
0: dollars. I will yeah. do other. Th- I will go to what. Whatever- I won't go to school. Yeah. Like, <laughs> buy me a house.
2: Like do do some right. other stuff. You know what I mean? But like. What's interesting for me is, I guess right now, it wouldn't bother, I mean, it'd bother me because it's like, well, you broke the law, you did all those bad things, but I didn't end up going to those schools. If they if they had tried to pay to get me into San Jose State University, then I would just, they need to go. Vote. <laughs> you
1: <feel like> you're... <laughs> need to get checked. You know, um, No
2: shade to anyone who didn't get in there if they tried, if you're listening, but I just, no, it, it at the time, it was not cool hard to get into there. Well, you know, yeah. It might be more competitive now, but at the time, it was not like the ticket to get in there. So it was like, It's also,
0: I think, it's more of an underdog school, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh, people don't realize that you can get a very good
1: education there, yeah, because of the other ones that have more marketing budgets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally. If I had found out that, like, one of my achievements, they'd paid to get me on the Paralympic team or something, right? They'd Mm -hmm. grease some wheels, you know. (laughs)
0: Literally, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) uh, 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 Anyway.
1: Yeah. Way yes. too amused <laughs> for to that. Just too amused. Uh, to it. it would really hurt me. Yeah, because that lack of faith. Yeah, would be even though in theory they're sort of doing what's best for you, right? Like they're just making sure that your dreams happen. Yeah, I, I would. It would really
2: make me second guess my self worth. It wouldn't like right. the, Their their thoughts of me, I think, would bug me less than the thought that maybe I then got something that I full heartedly just didn't earn at all and didn't deserve in that way. Where it's like, wait. Am I only living a life right now that I'm living because you bought my way in and stole that from someone else who should have gotten it or something? You know what I mean? Like it's this kind of like, it would really do a a number on me.
0: Yeah. I would, I would rather they have a lack of faith in me in a way that I have the opportunity to prove them wrong, which is a risk, than have a lack of faith in me in a way where they take that agency away from me. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: I think that's, that's, I I think that would be the hardest part for me. It was like, you didn't even let me try. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: But then you, know? you would sit here all of these years later, and you'd be like, "Could I have gotten into the parallel?" And now
1: course? you don't ever know. And you, you know? you'll never
2: know if you could have yes. or if you but, couldn't but, have.
1: but these these triumphs and these failures or whatever kind of build us, right? And so the right. idea that like that wasn't really a triumph is would be a bummer.
2: Well, right, and you weren't allowed to feel the failure of maybe not qualifying at the time and yes. learn from that. You know what I mean? Like exactly, that'd be wild.
0: I do think the one sort of thing that we're missing is like, you know, it sounds like very few of these kids come from a situation where they suddenly came into money, right? Right. So they have grown up with privilege and they have grown up with Probably a lot of opportunities handed to them. They're used to that. Well, I'm most guessing, of them are white, you know.
2: as we mentioned. You
0: know. Right, yeah, but but even you know, there's there's a lot of international people who pay. A lot of schools love international students mm-hmm. because you get to charge them an arm and a leg to do this. And there are plenty of oh my god, I, I feel like there was like a pre a prince or a sheik or something who was like enrolled at I think UCLA might have been maybe maybe it was USC. This was like the ultimate case of somebody buying their way in, and it was so they could get like the visa. I remember and,
2: that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. And they were
0: like funding a hundred-person team of people in LA. You know, so there's, there's. It's not just white Americans doing this. Those are just, I think. The people yeah, I mean, it's definitely <laughs> the
1: the ultra wealthy.
0: Yeah. But I I do wonder if your sense of more not morality even but your sense of self accomplishment and like that value you put on yourself is I assume it's very skewed like we could not even remotely relate to that because while we all acknowledge that we come from levels of privilege we come from nowhere near you know <laughs> yeah. nowhere near being able to bankroll
1: a, I mean there is parents definitely cannot write a five hundred thousand dollar check you know. <laughs> You know, I mean, maybe I'm sure in one of their retirement accounts they have. Yeah, more it was than like that. if they
0: cashed out everything we had and like sold a kidney. Sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
0: I still I still it's just I mean, would, you, would money
1: you that you could do would it.
0: Would you recommend the dog just to bring it back to would you recommend the documentary to people? Or totally,
1: yeah, I would. Yeah, if you're yeah. interested in it, it was a very it was a very, you know, interesting. It's, it's really well made, I thought. I've watched know. a lot of documentaries recently too, actually. Same, yeah, one was pretty bad. Which one was that one? It was the Audrey Hepburn one. Oh, I couldn't do it. And the thing is I, I love just... her. But it was just. Oh, really, I love her too, but I just didn't it was look just, like it. Was it was very not well done, though. It just hurt me the way that they because they, they try to do chronological and like it was just not interesting. And how do you make Audrey Hepburn boring? You know, I, that's a t- that's a talent, that's a skill. I also that's... watched. Did you watch the one the last blockbuster? Oh yeah, I watched no, that. I watched but then I also watched the art. Did you watch the art dealer one? Where oh yeah, was, the like... art dealer one. I yes, watched that one. Yes, yeah. that was good. Yeah, that was good. We want to talk about privilege. Also, yeah. Matt, did you watch it? No, I didn't. So, okay. so there's I, think, this, I think it's worth There's this like Netflix I think it's called Now You See It mm. But it, it's, it's about This very famous Fraud person Who passed off A lot of paintings As real And then they got sold To the ultra wealthy In New York And then eventually we figured out They were all fakes and, and He's then, like that you
2: know. He's like that fox In Animal Crossing
1: Yeah Red Yeah red, yeah, red. red the... I was like What's oh, his yeah. name red? Who has shown up like once on my island? It was actually I, like, it was
0: it was a uh, Latinx woman. Yeah, and the, right. but, and the person the person doing the forging was like a dude in China who was apparently doing like a you know yeah. But it, it was very interesting. Just the way oh, it yeah,
1: unfolded this. was very interesting. Yeah, I liked it a lot.
0: If I heard the word provenance,
1: yes, provenance, provenance, provenance. One provenance. more time, I was going to scream.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a it's a documentary definitely worth checking out like well, you' it's it's talk about the world of the world, privilege. you have
1: like, no idea, and they spent like of course, they're all mad, but they spent six million dollars on this single painting, and then it turns out to be fake, and then of course they're like upset about it, but like the fact that you can spend six million dollars on a painting, we need yeah. to talk yeah. about,
0: and it doesn't bankrupt you, and well, of you know, course, it's like
1: you can't just i mean,
0: well not a painting,
2: you know what I mean, like it's like <laughs>
1: yeah, that means you have too much, too much money, <laughs> you know necessary
2: you, thing,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just wild. Lots of good documentaries to watch and we'll keep watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Thank you both. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, as always, to Jackie and Matt for joining, and now a couple of follow-up points in terms of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It is John Walker. He is explicitly referenced in the show description. I hope that is not spoiling anything further for anyone, but, you know, if you've seen the episode, look up the character. There's a long storied history there. I don't know which way they're going to go with it. Also, fun fact, the actor who is playing John Walker is Wyatt Russell. He's the son of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, and brother to Kate Hudson. And then as for the real-life story I was talking about, about somebody from an international family I don't know if bribing is the right way I don't even know if there's a word for what this person did but there's a story about a prince of Qatar who went to USC and I just I highly recommend reading up on how wild a financial web they wove just just by their presence in California let alone you know whatever it took to get in and the questionable behavior. but it's just really an interesting sort of look at a lifestyle that I don't think any of us or most of us are privy to And then the documentary that we were mentioning at the very end is called Made You Look. And it's the one about the art con that we were talking about. It's it's definitely worth a watch. Also on Netflix. So if you already have Netflix, you are set. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.